All right. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to a strictly football. Today we are in week seven of our podcast, and we are here with two of my co-hosts. You guys want to introduce yourselves? What's up, everybody? Buenos dias, Gallote. Directo desde la base, Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we, I, heard, we, I heard that shit in the song and I'm like, now nah, what's this fool talking about? He's just talking about he's like in a fucking space base. Oh my. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Jay Cortez, that's my bite. That's my guy. Shout out to that guy. We got we gotta work on getting you a, a nickname. <laughs> yeah. Well, yesterday I was I was around uh some friends from the past and uh I forget how many silly shit that I used to say because they used to call me chief. Chief. And then I had another one that came up. This might just be like the long running joke of this podcast. Me trying to figure out what my what my nickname is, because they used to call me Chief and then they used to call me Pel, uh, uh, Pelito de Coco. I don't know if you remember that, Sam. They used to call me that. Oh, yeah. Pelito de Coco. Yeah, that was the, the, you had a lot of nicknames, but. <laughs> and then why are we struggling every every episode? Well, it, 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 it had to do with the with the hairstyle, man. You know, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, it had to do with the hairstyle, right. you know. That's funny. Bro. Yeah, he 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 really liked the whole, you know, spiky, do a lot of shit my spiky yeah. colors. Um, it, I don't know, man. It was it was different all the time. And and. You know, it was, it was cool. That was his personality, though. You know, you can't, mm -hmm. you know, you think about it now. That That's who he was at that time. So, that's, yeah, that's I, used to, I used to, like, paint my hair, like, half white, half red for, like, some of the games. Or, like, oh, oh my goodness. goodness. It was just, like, what is it? What is this chubby 12-year-old <laughs> doing on the field? <laughs> what is wow. this kid doing on there? But, yeah. That's all funny. Yes. Um. Yeah, man. So you guys want to hop into it? We got yeah, we, had, we just we just had the World Cup qualifiers. Um, it's a very disappointing one for us Salvadorian fans out there. I know it's not looking good, but we still have a lot of time to make up if we make it right. I know Mexico is in first place, USA is in second, and who's in third? Canada. Canada. Yeah, man. Panama was over here thinking they were going to just cruise in third place for a good, long time, but I don't think that was going to happen. They flipped the switch, bro, and boom. Yeah. What do you, well, let's, let's start off with, with the Costa Rica against El Salvador game. You guys want to start off with that? Because yeah, this, you mean, this, uh, you mean Costa Rica versus USA? Um, was oh, that, yeah. Was that first? And then it was against El Salvador after, right? Yeah. So, no, so, so the last one that we had. Was yeah. um, Costa Rica versus well, yeah, you're right, you're right. Well, first of all, did you, uh, did we even guess on our um? No, because we had una semana doble. It was it was una semana doble. No, people, our, so. our our predictions. Do do we actually oh, get any no, of those did right? Did, did oh, we well, actually, only one, only one. You 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 got one, bro. Did I? The two zero. The two zero. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Out of all of them, all right. Yeah. Well, which one? Which I can't remember which one it was, but. Now we we also guessed the uh, oh no never mind that was the one before the Costa Rica Honduras game at that but never mind never mind tripping go ahead. I think I I guessed the Canada who who did Canada play that I said it was gonna be a four one thing was it Jamaica No you said yeah. it was gonna be uh yeah yeah against Jamaica but they actually Who's... beat um Panama four one 
actually. Yeah, so, that was pretty funny. Yeah. All right. So what are you guys what are you guys thoughts on on the games? I mean, Dalito, you want to you want to start off with the, the top team first? I think I think we should. Uh, yeah. Let's, you know what? Let's let's do it. I know. First, I want to I want to say that I'm disappointed in Salvador. Very disappointing. Very, very disappointing. I was I, I wanted, you know, for me, one of the best matches I've seen from El Salvador over the past years was the match in La Copa de Oro versus Mexico on the second half. That was the best match I've seen from, Costa, from El Salvador. You know, he, watching that game, bro, I felt like they went back like 25 years. They went back 20 years back. They just ret- retrocedieron in their soccer. You know, it was just sloppy at every aspect, bro, from the defenders to the forward. It was just a little, you know, glimpses here and there because Mexico was playing not at full potential, bro, because they're not playing well, you know. So you can't say, oh, it was uh, La Planadora Mexicana, you know. No, it was not. It wasn't anything like that. But it was just disappointing watching El Salvador just not practicing the soccer that we know that they have, bro, you know. Yeah. Ariel, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, coming in at the at the loss of the Costa Rica game, I think that was really deflating to the team. I think uh, in that game we had like high hopes. Like in the Costa Rica game, they they took that lead, and we were juiced. You know, I was happy. Like we were all juiced because man, we're, we're we're doing what we said we wanted to do, which was you know we're winning in Costa Rica, and <coughs> and we got this momentum, and then Costa Rica just like flips on a switch and just like completely turn the game around, which, which I think really hurt uh, our players uh, morale, I think coming into the Mexico game. And then we lost two key players, which was Jairo Enrique and, uh, and Orellana. Uh, so we lost two key players and I think Hugo Perez was kind of, he had kind of his hands tied, right. As to who to start in those positions. And um he had to make some tactical moves that I don't think I don't think that they the, it's unfortunate because when you see a team like Mexico, Mexico also, I mean, to be honest with you, which is even the sadder part of the story is the fact that Mexico actually rested a lot of their players. You know what I'm saying? Like they're actually playing with their B team um, and and they were just completely dominating in Salvador, which I think, you know, talks to the depth that Mexico has. I mean, I think. I think Tata Martino, I think is, I know we give him flack for switching players around, but the reality of it is that Mexico has enough players to be able to do that. And then yeah. Salvador, the other hand, I mean, bless our souls, but we can't, we don't have the same luxury. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we can't switch out players and substitute somebody in to put in that place to plug that hole. When you're missing Jairo Enrique, it's you don't have nobody else to, to, to plug them in, you know what I'm saying? Or, or even Orellana, like Seren to me, I'm like, I'm losing, I'm losing hope on that man. So I'm, so I'm like, even with Seren in there, that man is, just, he's, he's playing for the other team. I'm convinced. So <laughs> that's kind of my, that, that's kind of, no, dude, like, dude, you look at the goals that they score on us. And a lot of the time Seren is at the, at the core of it, man. He's always giving the ball away. Like he's just not, he's just not careful with the ball. So, you know, it, it's, it, I don't know, man. It was a disappointing game. I think El Salvador barely had the ball. And when they did have the ball, there was no ideas, you know, no, no creativity. There's no, like, there was no hold up play. The only one that I think can leave that game with their head held high, in my personal opinion, 
is uh, Enrico Dueñas, the the kid, the kid from the Netherlands. That Don't kid it. was trying hard, man. That kid was that kid was fighting for everything. And he looked like he was ready for that game. The other brothers, I don't know, man. They looked lost. Yeah, I didn't even see Roldan out there, dude. He looked kind of like out of it, too. Just Yeah, to, and he's probably tired, dude. Yeah, I mean, dude, he, look at all the extra extra running he has to do because of the lack of the team. It's it's just not mm-hmm. – this is not happening. I mean, Lalita, did you catch any of the highlights or did you see any of it of that game? I watched the game, bro. Oh, you watch the game? Oh, watch yeah. The, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I watched, yeah, I watched the entire game. See, it's just, um, I don't know, man. Okay, I don't know. Bro, let it roll out. Let it roll I don't out. know, man. It's, it's a okay. sad one. <laughs> 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 but um, it's it's um, it's 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 hard because exactly what Ariel said. You know, we were coming in, we were looking good, and then just to like drop it all in one game, like out of nowhere, with no effort. But you know, and. Still, as a Salvadorian fan, we still have hope until the end. So well, we're not gonna, we're to. not going to give I mean, up. You have to. We're not going to give up. There's still what nine more points to be able to be made. Uh, there's there's, there's still uh, well now you gotta play. You gonna play it again, right? Aren't yeah, you, you play again. All the teams you play them again. You're playing again. Yeah. So yeah. there's a total. There's a couple. There's like there's a couple more points than nine. Yeah. I think I think so we're too early to throw the towel, yeah, guys. Yeah, you can't. Th- you can't. I mean. You can't throw the towel. What do you guys think about Honduras? Uh? Well, that, that's that's out. That's that throwing the towel for that team. Yeah, <laughs> that, that towel's been thrown. <laughs> that towel's been thrown. Yeah, that that. One's... Yeah, they they have three points. They're the last on the table, bro. Three points. Three you know, points. Three points out of the whole um. The whole um so far of the qualifiers, three points. And then so we I... could potentially say. You know, Honduras is not going to be fighting f- for the fourth spot. You know, I think I could confidently say that. But did, did El Salvador play Jamaica yet? No, todavía falta ese partido. Okay, so that, play, that, yeah. that, that's the last game of the of the first round, right? Yes. Yes, okay. So there's still hope, guys. There's still hope. Three more points in the first round. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, – but just to close it out with, with, with Salvador, um, I mean, look, Mexico – this was, I mean, the, the game was okay. It wasn't like, oh man, what a game from Mexico. It wasn't, but they created chances, and you know, Chucky is looking like very dangerous. As, as he's getting more comfortable with the team, they're, they're connecting more. Um, he made some switches on the on the sides, um, and that was good. I, I felt like uh, you you brought some new f- uh, fresh faces. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I'm I'm, I'm excited how the, the team is coming along. I think just taking a little bit. I think Funes Mori. I, I love Funes Mori's role. You know, I think we realize that Funes Mori is not gonna be that 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 number nine, right? But he's gonna be that number nine that is dragging uh, defenders with them, so to create spaces for Chucky to come in or um, Tecatito to just cut. You know, so um, I, I'm I'm I think he's embracing that role because he knows that's what he's doing. And I, I like it. I like it a lot, actually. Man, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he did, he did, he did well, man. I think, uh, I, I mean, Mexico. When I look at that game, Mexico, it I, that is that to me was. I think Tata Martino. I think deserves some credit on this on this point because I think he allowed, like you said, fresh faces to play in a hostile environment. You know, what I'm saying like it's it's just a super high intensity 
stadium where fans are just like throwing shit at you and like they're yelling shit at you. And I mean, I don't know if y'all, I don't know what y'all think about the throwing stuff into the field, but like, you know, it's a big pressure game, whether our team sucks, that's a different story. But like the reality of it is, is that the fans believe and it was packed and it was jumping and it was a good opportunity for players like that don't get to play that that much to just feel that and play with the jersey on and and just have that experience you know what i'm saying and i think i think mexico uh did really well man i think that they controlled the game i think that they had a game plan and they stuck to it and i mean it's unfortunate that they lost a couple of players um but within that i think you also saw you kind of started to weed out some of the weaker links like i t- to me I don't know how Araujo keeps making it into this team. Yeah, I, I was yeah. about I, to say I, that. I I do not know what Tata Martino sees in that guy. Every time that I see him play, he's Fucks fucking up. something up. Yeah, like dude, y'all are winning, and this man's over here throwing elbows. Yeah, <laughs> that, that that's the the red card, right? That that yeah, he, yeah, that's the red uh, card. It, and that brother, it's like he's just like not focused. You know, he's just not there. Like every time I see him play for Mexico. I don't even know how the fuck he's in Spain, to be honest with you. But, like, every time he plays, I always see him, like, just not having a good game. I don't know. Is, has that been the case, Lalito? He's not the well, starter, right? He is a starter. And, and here's the problem he with, is with, with Mexico. Yeah, he's a starter. He's a starter. Oh, I in, didn't know he was a starter. Um, yeah, he was a, he's a starter. He was a starter from the last coach. The last coach was in love with this guy. He was able to go to Europe. This is what I think about Mexico. So, Mexico has a good team in midfield and forwards. I think they have... We have good players that could uh, perform, and they're they're okay. I, I will give them like three and a half stars out of five. Okay. Now the defenders, mm-hmm. though, in the other hand, they're just not. But it's always I think it's a trend with Mexico. I, we know Mexico doesn't produce defenders, bro. We do not. We don't produce defenders. That's good defender we have with Rafa Marquez. Yeah. But we're talking about almost twenty years ago. They they had some decent ones. Ooh. The, the the left back was decent. It was is it Salcido? The, the, oh, the, Salcido, no, it yeah. was trash can, bro. Yeah, no, but trash. I mean, in this prime, he was good. Wait, hey, hey, no, no, yeah, I'm sorry, good, no. Man. Damn, you you really don't think so? No, I don't think so. Damn. I think he was too hyped up. He was too hyped up. Oh, dude. Yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. that, that that guy, man. When it came to proving that he had to point and do what he had to do, he did it, man. But you know, like he had some off games, like everybody else does. But no, I, think, I would say I think, the defenders Mexico does not produce defenders, though. Yeah, we do not produce defenders. I don't know what it I mean, is. I think, I think only... that statement is true. Yeah, it's just. Not... I mean, I think that statement is true. I think Mexico is not known for for this defense. I mean, shit. I'm waiting to see who the hell replaces Memo Ochoa. I, I feel Memo Ochoa is going to be there for the next ten years. <laughs> like at this rate, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Mexico doesn't seem to me like they're focusing on defense. You know, it's just all offense. There is a young keeper that plays for Cruz Azul, who is uh, really good. Of course, uh, of course. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no, of course. course. Why? Why didn't? I, how come I'm not surprised? There's a Cruz Azul reference in this. <laughs> uh-huh. Look, oh, listen, listen, guys. There is a keeper that plays for Cruz Azul. He's 22 years old, and he's he's supposed to be the next the next upcoming star. Okay, he's being coached okay. by one of the legendary keepers. You know, in Cresul right now, Corona. El Conejo Corona. Perez y Corona. Oh, God. Cono- Conejo? No. Conejo? El Conejo no. Perez is, is being, oh you know. Okay. Are we, do you really think that guy <laughs> is, was a is good... Is he coaching him to be is to still playing until his 50s or what? <laughs> uh, it, it, 
that guy, man. Conejo Pérez was one of the uh, icons of Fútbol Mexicano. I would say I would put him up there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Definitely is. In the Liga MX, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Liga MX and Flexa Mexicana too. Dude, that guy. Okay, that's a little bit of a stretch to be. I think in the Liga MX, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so there's there's this kid who who is going to be the next star. Who's gonna be? We're thinking he's gonna replace Memo and Corona because Corona is 41, I believe. Ochoa is close to 40. Yeah. So it's uh it's but the problem is that they don't they don't they don't play him enough in uh in Cruzul. And, and, and the times they play him, they, they put him on a horrible situation where you know not you don't have all the starters around, so you know, so you have all the subs and they end up losing. And then the and then the the Mexican uh fans, the Cruzul fans, we go we get restless, you know. What is Corona? We need Corona. Yeah, yeah. For how long though? That, that's the that's the issue. I think that's the issue right now in 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 the Mexico, in, in general, dude. Look at look at how they're struggling to let go of, of guys and trying to replace them because they're just too attached to that person, and it's it's hard to let them go. Yeah, I mean Memo's playing decent, but like, dude, how long is that gonna last? Like, what if one day he just dives and there goes his shoulder or something? <laughs> well, there's Corona. <laughs> So we have, yeah. come on, why, why are we saying like, dude? Yeah. Have, okay, yeah, guys. Okay, that. I mean, look, here's the problem. Look, look, guys, look, look, man, they're doing the, the the Costa Rica thing with the goalies, man. You, oh man. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Dude. All right. All right. Here we go. Look. Dude. Okay. Why are we talking about like Mexico has no look? We have keepers. They, I think Mexico is known for producing keepers, keepers and and wingers. I, I think that's their that's their main. Yeah, but I I don't think we're in a different position than Costa Rica, I, I in my opinion. You're not in the same position. As Costa Rica. No, 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 we're not. Costa Rica, we're not. Said, no, no, no way. You're light here. Yeah, you're no light here. No in, way. In, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about the whole team situation. I'm talking about some of the players they have totally. on there. Yeah, even keepers. Even keepers, bro. We have keepers. Trust yeah. me, we have keepers. We have the guy from the guy from Pumas. I forget his name. Talavera. We have Talavera. You have Cota. You have. Uh, um, Corona, you have Memo. So actually, this is a lot of competition, bro. Because every time they come play, there is they switch other keepers to see who's. Because at some point, uh, Corona was the keeper, then Memo, then Talavera. That's been the trend. Who to yeah. pick? Because each one has their strengths and weaknesses. But well, yeah, I, I I generally think that Mexico has enough players to 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 decide. Yes, Tata Martino. But um yeah, I'm excited to see what's gonna happen next. Yeah, but look, dude, Talavera's 39 years old, dog. Dude, like, they're, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're look, all at dog, the same all age. All three, all three that you just said that are competing, like they're all they're all about to like retire. So what are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there, there's no plan to introduce this young keeper that you're talking about from Cruz Azul, which now after hearing the story, I'm more I'm more and more convinced that that is just the goalie you like from Cruz Azul and not, <laughs> and not the next big star from Mexico's yeah, goalie. Because he's the only one that, that you mentioned, Lalito. The, I didn't hear anybody. Well, there's uh, there's a the keeper from goalies? Chivas. There's, okay, here we go. Here we there's go. There's a keeper uh, from Chivas. Uh, he's young. Uh-huh. Uh, there's also... Uh, Cota, I don't know. Cota is not that old. You, you said that guy already. Cota, so, so oh, I'm trying to figure out another one. Um, this is the only two that I could think of that could be the next 
good like, upcoming yeah. yeah yeah so, so well you know i mean mexico suffers from there is a lot of extranjeros in the league right yes. so it's just yeah. like you, yes. you you uh you you lose a lot of potential there uh to actually get some homegrown uh, players so you kind of you know you kind of miss that opportunity to see who the next like if I was them, I, you know, I'd really focus on who, how can we develop our defenders and our goalie? Uh, because they, they, they got a, a young core base going forward, you know, like the, the, the young, I mean, they're, they're still relatively young, you know what I'm saying? Like the, like the attackers. Yeah. Um, so you got that Orbelin guy that I really like. So hopefully he does well. You got the dude from uh, Betis, uh, the little kid, but the little guy. Lightness. Uh, so yeah. Lightness, yeah. So yeah. you know, you got you got some you got some potential there. You know, now is how do we get that into defense? But you know, it's a good problem to have. I'll say that. Yeah. Because on the yeah. other end, I look at El Salvador and we we got young players, mm-hmm. uh, relatively, but it, there just seems to be no uh, going forward. You know, it, it's like, it's, it's hard, dude, because the Salvador League is just not a a league that really produces a lot of you know talent it's just like i think it's just guys that collect the paycheck for for (laughs) that's it dude i mean i really haven't seen anybody come out of there that goes bigger than than the mls you know you know you know what i think they should do they should do the same like what if you start recruiting players from from here they, that's Players what they're that doing. Have dual, Lalito, dual citizenship. That's what they're dude, doing. Go, 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 go down that path. Lalito, Enrico Duenas, Amado Moreno. Dude, Amado Moreno's from the second division of the MLS. They got another kid that's a forward. I don't, I don't, I can't remember Rivas. his. Yeah, is it Rivas? Rivas is also from the second division. The second division. And dude, uh, Joshua Perez is also from the second division of MLS. They're all, but, they're uh, all from here. Like, question, guys. Uh, question. Roldan is from here. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, I mean, they are going on that path. But another yeah. thing that we didn't mention, and then I'm going to go to you, Lalito, because I know you're trying to talk. Uh, the mm-hmm. other thing that just happened is that Hugo Perez came out and said that, like, you know, he thought the biggest enemy was the rival, but he's saying that it's internal. So I don't know if the team's actually me- meshing as well as we mm-hmm. think it is. But but go ahead, Lalito. So question for you, uh, for you, my Salvadorian compañeros. Este, are these players that are being recruited from... From, from the MLS, are these players that have dual citizenship? Yes, like yes. M- mom okay. is Salvadorian, dad could be something else, but mm. they're born here in the U.S., yeah. I think that's the path that Salvador and a lot of these smaller countries should strive for. I mean, trying to convince these players, you know, these players that have the opportunity to choose between two different nationalities here in the yeah. U.S., Yeah, that's the approach. That's exactly what uh, they should be doing. Because I know that they're not developing players in El Salvador, right? That's just reality of things. Yeah. And, and you know? to, to be honest, I think El Salvador does have, like, a, a, a media problem, too, dude. Because El Salvador is too comfortable with what they saw was successful in the past. And for the longest time, they were still trying to bring Efito Celaya to the, to the team. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and then according to... El Grafico, they brought on Hugo Perez. That's like the the newspaper out there in El Salvador. And he said, you know what? I'm not bringing a guy that's not going to run on my team. And he made it clear. And then everybody shut up until he actually said why. But, you know. The, well, the, let, me make, let me make my closing argument from my, all my Salvadorians out there. Um, 
I, I read an article on ESPN Deportes about how the media was talking about how they beat um, Mexico 25 years ago and they wanted to do the same thing today. And, how, and the media was talking about how it was more important to be Mexico than qualifying to, to the World Cup. That's a, that really, that's a, that, that, that's, that's a bad uh, mentality already there, you know? Because <clears throat> losing to Mexico is it, not, it's not the bigger picture here. The big picture yeah. is beat Honduras, beat Costa Rica, you know, and, and try your hardest against these big teams because, you know, you don't count with those points, right? A lot, a lot of these coaches don't, don't count on those points against Canada or, or U.S., but against Costa Rica, Honduras, Jamaica. There are teams that you could actually beat them, you know? Well, yeah, this is my opinion. Yeah, that, that's true. But at the end, dude, you know, it is what it is um, right now. We just got to wait it out and see what Hugo Perez can do. I mean, it'll give him time to re recover to the players. I mean, we also had Savaleta that, that was missing, our key mm -hmm. defender. So he was out with a concussion. Mm, and, you know, yeah, so that's three players now. And hopefully by the next game, they'll recover and we can see if we can make something happen. You okay. Know? But talking about um, other disappointing things, I think, you know, USA has been very disappointing at the moment, too. And they have more than enough depth in the team to not be doing this, you know, barely making a, a game two to one and winning last minute. I don't know what you guys think about that. Go ahead, Ariel. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, before even getting into that, I mean, we got to we got to talk about that Panama loss. Right. I think the United States got really uh, I mean, Burhalter, I think, is a is he's in an interesting point in the U.S. like timeline because this is probably the most talented pool that the United States has ever had uh, in regards to players. Like in every position, there's like potential. It could be argued that you have competition. You know what I'm saying? Like um, because yeah, like they got players. You know, at every position that that they could play. Um, so you know, when I saw I saw the lineup for Panama, and it was completely different to the ones that he's had before, and he was trying to rotate. I think, uh, you know, I think it makes sense to me. It makes sense. Like Tata Martino can do that too. They can like that that lineup that they did against the Blood was a completely different lineup, but that lineup against Panama was a was the second team pretty much against against Panama, and it, and again, it's a good opportunity for those players to get that experience. I think on the other end of that, though, is this the time to be rotating players, at least for the United States, when they haven't necessarily like they haven't necessarily shown consistency, you know, like it, it's been super like first half they suck ass and then second half they like turn it on, you know, so it hasn't really been consistent with their performances. So, yeah, that, that game, they kind of got hit in the face, you know, by, by this team that's super resilient, this Panama team, and they didn't have answers, you know. They didn't really have an answer to, 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 to Panama's, like, uh, response. So, uh, and then in that second game against Costa Rica, I mean, we already know what Costa Rica is going to do, you know. Yeah. So, we already, we already know the game plan for them. Um, and, and I find it really hard to believe that they didn't talk about that in the in the practice, but it just, again, just lack of ideas. I feel like that, that midfield, they don't really have anybody that's a creative person. You know, they just have like workhorses in there. Like McKinney, that's my guy, but he's not like, 
he's not going to be the guy giving you the through ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, neither yeah. is Tyler Adams. Like, he's they're just not those type of players that can do that. But they need that. They need to find that that person that can do that for the team. Do you, do you guys that watch the MLS a lot more than I do, do you guys see any potential candidates for that position? No, I haven't seen anyone. Anyone that stands out to no. me. The, the, that... the, the MLS right now has a lot of uh, also um, international stars in that positions. Those posi- I don't know why. Yeah, it just that that that's the problem. And then I've been I've been catching on to their game, dude. And then it's 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 all the same thing in every game. It's all try to find the wings, and yep. you know, and then go from there. No, no balls go through the middle unless they recover it, and then yeah, they grab it, and then there they go down the lines again. You know. And I think yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I okay. So go, going off to um with with Darian. I, I do agree. I I watched the Panama game. Yeah, it was I, I was happy for Panama. You know, because they're you know, like winning against a big team. It's 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 a big achievement, bro. Yeah. Now, watching that game versus uh, Costa Rica, it felt like it felt like there there were no ideas on the field on the second. I mean, it is and, and the same and the same thing happened. We have the first half shit, the second half. They kind of turn it around, but they already won one. And it, and and then uh, Navas gets injured, so he gets up. If it wasn't because of that goal, uh, I think Navas would have stopped it. But um, yeah, I'm I'm not liking the United States how they their their game style is getting boring. I think people I think teams are starting to figure it out what they do. But that's true that they, they don't have a creator. They need a creator, and they they don't have anything. They have great wingers. They have great. I I I believe they have great defenders as well, and they have a great keeper. But that creator, they don't they don't have that. Yeah, um, yeah. I agree. I agree. It's just not there. And then there there's, I think the other teams are catching on to the way they play. And yeah. All they have to do is make sure they defend that way, and make sure they they put in a strong game on the on their creative way of making it work for them, and it'll shut them down. And it's been no, I have a question for you guys. Not talking about that, that Costa Rica uh, versus uh, US. Now, is this Costa Rica's resurrection time? Can we say Costa Rica just resurrected and might no. make it to the fourth, fourth no. spot? No. No, 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 dude. I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where these old people found like these engines they just put out out of nowhere. <laughs> I, dude, where the hell did Brian Reese all of a sudden start running crazy like that? Like if he was 20 years old again. Like, look, this also might have something to do with the rivalry that Costa Rica has with El Salvador, too, that they don't ever accept losing to El Salvador. So they were like, hell no. So, you know, and when did I don't even know where the hell this guy is still playing Saborio? Really? Like, dude, I don't know, man. This is is ridiculous. And it's kind of disappointing on the El Salvador side. Like, you know, those kids should have outran those people like nothing, and then they didn't, dude. I don't think I don't know. The experience, I think might experience, be, brother. Experience. It, 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 it might be experience. the experience. Yeah, yeah. That might be the thing that might save Costa Rica if they don't pull a hamstring, you know, or <laughs> or something. But yeah, that's oh about goodness. it. Oh my goodness! Wow. Yeah, it's that, it's that experience, man. I think uh, I think which tells us the importance of experience. I think uh, you know I. Whether they're actually playing, I mean, the reality of it is, is that whether we like it or not, they're playing and they have 
they can guide the young players in situations that are tough. I think that that's the, that's the biggest, like, I think when I look at even Mexico and the United States, I, I mean, it could be argued that the only real person with experience on the United States team, I mean, it's a super young team, you know, so they don't really yeah. even have that. Like, they don't really have, like, that savvy veteran, like, even, I mean, who is it, Zardes? Like, <laughs> who's going to be listening to Zardes? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, okay, dog. Yeah, okay, yeah. Anyways, uh, let's go with Pepe. Um, <laughs> the, the <laughs> like, and that's not a knock on Zardes, but it's just, like, not, like, it's not somebody with that, like, stature of, like, Brian Ruiz that's been there for multiple yeah. years that has gone to the World Cup. It's not like Keylor Navas that is like proved himself like on the world stage, has won Champions Leagues. Like no other team has that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so Costa Rica, while they're old, I think what I learned in that El Salvador game was like, like, I mean, yeah, we can make fun of the age all we want, but at the at the very core of it though, is like that's knowledge and that's wisdom that they're passing on to the younger players, you know, like that tenacity and that will to fight, like. They never gave up, like, in that Salvador game. And even against the United States, they were putting up a fight, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's not that they're going to go down easy. So I think that there's some value in that. And I think that, especially the United States, I think they need to figure out who can they bring in to kind of keep the kids down a little bit. Because Tyler Adams, while he's a good player, he's the captain, I think he's too young to be in that role, if I'm being completely honest. Well, don't don't they have a, a defender there that was actually um Brooks? Isn't he like an older guy? If yeah, I'm no, not mistaken. Who's gonna to Brooks, dog? I mean, yeah, no. Who's gonna be we can bring uh, I would say I mean, maybe not like, even uh, playing Brooks. Yeah, yeah but uh, what what are we gonna do? Bring Donovan back in? and just be like, <laughs> hey bro Wandolowski's <laughs> available, bro. Wandolowski. Jeez. Guy back there, man. Come on, dude. I mean at least, you know, like Brooks was the captain for a second, you know, in the past. But I mean, that's yeah. my idea. I mean, but you never know, dude. I mean, I think the best idea would be to bring Tim Howard and make him the fourth keeper, you know, you and, and then just, you know, not no, no close to playing time. But, you know, just keeping him as a leader, that might be a guy that that, you know, that has the experience to tell these kids what the hell settle down. I'm looking because I'm looking at this at this lineup, dude, and like even the subs, they're all stupid young like you 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 mentioned brooks brooks ain't even on the team like you know what i'm saying like <laughs> he's not even on the team <laughs> like, what, what's, what? what's this fool what's this fool coaching, he's coaching from, like on the phone like he's on the phone like hey y'all <laughs> we need to turn this shit around <laughs> you get together. Dude, no. yeah was, we need to get it together no he dude, was in they, the they don't have he was in the lineups dude, in the we, in the in they, the first games eh yeah, dog, he got injured. That's classic oh, okay. Brooks. That's, <laughs> that's that's Brooks. Damn no, Damn they me. have is they have they have Zimmerman, they have McKenzie, and then they have uh and then the, the other dudes, uh the other center backs, I think I don't even know who the fuck they are. So you know, I, I, yeah, th- there is no there is no savvy veteran. I think if anything, the only one that I could see actually being like a real leader in the team is probably Pulisic. Yeah. No, it's too young, bro. Are you kidding me? Why you put no. this pressure on his players? He, he's because, not because that's because that's where he's at. You know, he's the he's only he's at that one. level. Yep. He he's the only one that is in these high pressure. He won the he won the Champions League. Mm-hmm. I believe he played, right? He played. He's the first yeah, he American played. to play yeah, in that. Played. 
Like, he's sure. a first, like, dude, like, whether we like it or not, whether he's young or not, like, the reality of it is, is that you need players like that. You need that. Like, you need somebody that and, – and, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Pulisic, but the reality of it is that there's value in that. There's value in, in being in spaces where where you are in charge. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that, that to me, like, the United States, they just don't got that. They don't got nobody to steer that shit back. You know, yeah, like, yeah. they don't know – they're so young that they don't know how to like switch out of it. So then they, they lose their mind. Like the fact that like the first half has been a consistent problem for them and they haven't figured it out tells me that they haven't had a plan or the conversation is not like, Hey, we need to get our head out of our ass the first half. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, you know I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. It's just, I don't know. And I don't know if Bear Halter wants to bring back, any any guy at least into the coaching you know staff you know like uh, something you know that was in the team a legend or something be like now the question is here at this is... point at this point yeah because look they're all young we don't have any older role model that we can bring in that would actually work in the bench at least you know at one point so they might as well try to bring somebody in you know and try to motivate these kids you know with the experience hey, let me ask you a question real fast now can we even bring to the table a question: Is he the right coach for this team? Yeah, is he the right coach? One. It's a tough one because he hasn't really necessarily, like you know, lost many consistent games back to back. You know, yeah, he did yeah. lose to Panama, but yeah, he, he's still in in a position to, you know, fight for for first place. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I mean, it's not saying we that that can't be decided. It's too soon. Because this is the team, because this is the team that that beat Mexico in the world in, in the Gold Cup. Um, this is the team that has all these stars, these promising stars. Yeah, you know, whatever everyone thought, you know, they were gonna be the next huge, big, you know, the, the new giant of Concacaf. But I I haven't seen a, a convincing uh, game that that tells me, you know what, be careful. We got you gotta be careful with this team. Yeah. You know, against Costa Rica, they show that um, Costa Rica was um, Costa Rica almost scored the second goal. They had chances. If it wasn't because of the keeper, we'll, we'll be talking about a different story. You know, I mean, and can you imagine that team is able to tie one-one? Yeah. That would have been a, a huge, uh, huge a blow huge, for, uh, um, yeah, for the U.S. Yeah. Yep. You know, but so I think I think if the coaches put his shit together in the next couple of games, we might be talking about replacing him. So. Yeah, I, I, I actually have a candidate that I would like to see out there that was actually a creative midfielder in in oh. there. Uh, do you guys remember Claudio Reina? Yeah, I thought he yeah. died. No, dude, that's Gio Reina's no? dad, bro. Come on. Oh, <laughs> no, man. That's Gio Reina's oh, you dad. Know I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of the dude from Spain. My bad. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Dude, he was a midfielder. Was a piece, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he was, was a, a creative guy, but I just <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna say Precky. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> or Eric Quinalda. I thought Eddie, you were gonna bring Dude, I, that, I'm man. I'm surprised that, that Alexi Lalas hasn't been brought into this. That is I 
I I'm like Alexi Lalas. I think Alexi Lalas would actually be a good coach for them, to be with, honest. With you. all these things he has to say and everybody talks shit to him, I'd like to see what he can do. He wasn't a bad player himself, you know? Yeah, you know, he wasn't. So I'd like to see uh, what, he, what he could bring to this team, you know, because he's always has suggestions, you know, like he's like yeah. has the answers to everything we're failing in. So I would like to see if he can actually do something there. Yeah, I think I think he would be a good fit. I I, I, I think mean, they want like an American. I feel I feel bad for Brett Halter because you know, like I said, they, this is the 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 most talented pool of players in the United States. This is the first time I think in its history of football that like they have this type of problem, you know. Because other nations, they this is the problem that they face all the time. You know, you talking about Brazil, Argentina, Spain. You know, the big the big dogs in the world, like they have this problem where they have these young, promising players. And how do you mix them all together? It's the first time it's his first time to go at it. To me, I think he is the right coach. I think you let him. I think you just let him go through these phases and you let him and you let him kind of go, because I think the players. um, I would argue that they actually have uh, won something. They've won two games against Mexico, which is their bigger, which is their bigger competition. And they've won it. In a, in, in a in a in a in the finals and they they reinvigorated the team like you know like they are going in it with a different mentality i think where he's struggling is how to how to how, what's his plan b yeah he doesn't have a plan b and i think it's because he doesn't i don't think that he's figured out who in the team can replace pulisic when he's out you know, I think the team really is missing Pulisic. I think that Pulisic adds another layer to the team that uh, is needed. You know, but the wingers they got aren't, aren't necessarily doing it. And Pulisic is not afraid to go at players. The United States has this tendency to, they think that they're Spain. You know, they they want to pass it. No, they need somebody that can actually go driving in because Sergio Des does that, but he doesn't. He doesn't do it effectively enough to actually be dangerous. Yeah. And do do you think it has a lot to do with the with the consistency of the same team playing together? Because dude, they're all different all the time, and he's like bringing in new ones, and mm. you know, I, I I just feel like they haven't found like that chemistry yet where they all click together, and yeah. you know, just switching players way too much, dude. Like you know what, bringing a, a team that you're gonna put in three games in a row, and then see what you can do because then. You give them one chance and then you take them out and you don't call them back and until like five games later. That's not going to work either. When are they going to get used to playing together? You know, when are they going to yeah. ever build that? They're, they're not going to do it because this guy's like just switching players like crazy, man. I think I, th- I think the real test is going to be when they play Mexico. Oh, yeah. That's going to be the real test. Well, they've already proven that they can beat them. So no, but we're talking about going to them twice. Yeah. Yeah, dog, but it's still that's still that's still t- two wins, dog, even in those finals cuz it's not like Mexico was holding back. I mean, yeah. whether we like it or not, Mexico wanted to win those both of those games and they lost both those games. Yeah, they did, but I think uh now that there's momentum going on. Yeah. And then there's the Gold Cup, I mean there's the World Cup uh, qualifiers. I think it's a different uh mentality of the players. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm that's going to be the ultimate I think it's going to be the ultimate test. That and Canada Nah, the ultimate test is can he do it against the smaller teams because they've already doing it. They're struggling against the smaller teams. Which is that I, I just don't see the 
I feel like they're they have a lot of pressure right now trying to figure out okay because I think I think we all know who the starters are gonna be but what happens when these those starters are not available I think that's what's going on right now because Pulisic is not is not is not available right now there's another player that's missing right uh yeah I mean like uh Gio Reyna is not playing yeah that guy's another key player there yeah another so I'm, I'm wondering I mean what... I haven't necessarily seen much of Gio Reyna to say that he's super important. Um, I personally like Ariola on that side. Ariola can't finish to save his life, but he gets in the positions he needs to be in, you know? Yeah, so. that's true. I think he's the only one that was actually, like, moving the ball around that I really, really enjoyed. He was, like, yeah. doing something different versus at, at Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah, and then when was the last time we saw that other guy um, that plays in Germany? I think it's for Wolf, not Wolfsburg, but... Um, well, Sargent? Yeah, Sargent. I haven't seen that guy in, like, four or five games did he yeah, play that's true yeah dude like th- that's what i was telling you guys like the i can't even remember when he played that's yeah I, I think he he's played not in with... germany anymore though he's not they probably no, he's in the premier league though. oh see oh maybe that's why i do with that covid thing that they're doing speaking of the premier league are, are we gonna are we gonna talk about this this um record that cristiano ronaldo broke you know kind of a quick segue in there but you know that you just mentioned the Premier yeah. League, you know. Yeah, I think we're coming off. up on time. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, you want to go first. You want me to go first? Go ahead. Go ahead. That's your boy, man. That's my guy, man. Cristiano. I mean, look, the reality of it is, we can't deny the man is is, is just a machine. Dog. He's just he's a machine, and this just goes. So, I mean, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't go as far to say because he's not my favorite player. But I will say that I've been. I feel really fortunate that in my life I got to see him play like when he was younger, yeah. and when he was kind of coming up. And people, you know, people still. I think the hate has actually kind of like dwindled a little bit, you know, because when we were younger, I mean. I mean, folks used to hate that fool, you know, because because they thought he was a show off and he's too cocky, too arrogant. And people used to hate on him a lot, you know, and everybody wanted to be him. I think that's the part about hate is that that's funny is that everybody wanted to be him, you know, with the socks and, you know, the way he played and stuff. Um, and but I think he's just throughout the years, I think he's just shown he's shown the world like just what greatness is like when you have just that work ethic that is just ridiculous you know what I'm saying like like I look at him and Messi Messi kind of naturally has that talent you know he kind of just naturally can just do the shit that he wants to do Cristiano to me strikes as like he's just gonna work he's just out gonna outwork everybody and he's just gonna try to get the result as much as he can so you know congratulations to him I mean he broke that record and he's probably gonna keep breaking records and uh yeah he's uh he's just a machine man he's probably gonna go down I think I would I would say this is that he's probably going to go down as probably the greatest goal scorer that we've ever seen. Yeah, that, maybe, you know, I mean, he's doing a good job leading Manchester United in sixth place right now with the goal scoring. So they're, they're pretty doing it out there from what I see. Well, yeah, the whole team's in shambles, though. I mean, you can't you can't you can't blame one player when the whole team is just sucking complete ass. Yeah. It's, yeah, th- that's the problem. It, it, they thought that he was the answer, and I guess not. They, that team has a lot more fixing to do than just bringing Cristiano Ronaldo back. So, yeah, I agree. I think Sierra is one of the greatest players 
and uh, we're fortunate to 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 have to to see him play. We saw him play when he played when he started with Man Menu, and then when he went to Real Madrid, which that was that that's when everybody hated him. Yeah, <laughs> when he went to Real yeah, Madrid, he yeah. yeah, yeah, he made the switch because then that yeah. just became the whole Messi Ronaldo rivalry, you know, and the two best teams in the world at the moment at that moment were those yeah. two, so. Yeah, I think what really helped him kind of get out of that hate, because I think now I think he's more seen as like, yeah, he's just like a really good player. I don't particularly see that much hate towards him other than if you're like a, like a sour Messi fan and you're like you hate everything about Ronaldo because you are, you know, alliance with with Messi. I think what really helped him, though, get out of that like mode was when he, they won the Euro. Uh, with Portugal and I think he proved that he's not just a club player but he can do it like on a bigger stage and the fact yeah. that he's gone with to Portugal you know because when you look at the Portugal league and this is the thing about Cristiano Ronaldo that I think people underestimate is the fact that sometimes Cristiano Ronaldo even even now at the Man U sometimes it feels like he is just a one-man team like when you look at those Portugal teams he was playing with I mean Come on, man. They they were looking they were looking suspect to say the least, dog. Like you have, I mean, you had fucking uh God, what's that defender's name? I want to say his name's Bruno Alves. Bruno Alves. He was out there, dog. He was kicking the goal. He was kicking the ball to his own goal. Like, like no, this <laughs> he it was he was just like at a he was just like, dude, the teams were just so bad, but he was just able to just carry it, you know. And yeah. he was able to put it on his back, so I, you know, it's underestimated how much he actually adds to a team. Uh, and I think that the, I think you're right, Sam, is that they do at Man U, they do think that he's gonna carry the team, but it's a it's a different different atmosphere. Yeah, and just like I, I mean, you can't compare the Man U from right now to when he was there. You know, a lot more solid team all the way around. Uh, right now, it's just like. They're just trying to hold it together, and it's not working, you know. Yeah. And I honestly, I, I, I what do you guys think? Have you guys seen like the 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 top four? Because I, I I'm looking at it right now, and Br- Brighton is in the top four right now, <laughs> and I don't know how that even is possible. Do they even have like players to even be? No, they play. They play good, dude. If you ever watch them play, they play good. They, yeah. they got a good team. They're not gonna last in the top four, but they got a good team. Uh, there, there's this dude. There's a young Spaniard dude that's stupid good. Uh, his name's Cucurella. I think his name is Cucurella. Cucurella. Dude, you know where Cucurella? that guy's from, right? He's from. Uh, he was in Hitafa, I believe, right? Yeah, but he came from Barcelona. Barcelona didn't want to hold on to him, and then loaned him out, and now he's gone. I was so mad, dude. <laughs> Well, good, guy, Barcelona doesn't deserve him. So, <laughs> dude, uh, that guy, man, I knew, I knew he was gonna be good, and then there goes your hopes, man. There goes your hopes. Bringing in Grizzly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that dude's oh. good, man. He's he's playing really good. Yeah, I believe um, it. I believe it. Yeah, but but I think I, I think we're at time. Yeah, yeah, we're at time. Any last thoughts? I mean qualifiers premier league anything crucial tie yesterday crucial play in the tie against tigres yesterday oh my god that was a that was a great game actually <laughs> it was. was it another was it another thrilling zero zero no it was one one actually <laughs> oh, one, there one. you go <laughs> it was good man <laughs> coming back baby i, did, you, you I just remember seat. this fool i did dude 
<laughs> I just remember this fool uh, when we went to go visit him in Oregon. A really brief, brief story, and then I'll go into my last pieces. He, uh, my son, my son was watching. We were watching TV, and then he wanted to watch the Cruz Azul game. And then he's like, "Hey, ahorita te voy a enseñar yo el, el, cómo se juega el fútbol, okay?" So then he puts on the Cruz Azul game. <laughs> <laughs> from the beginning, um, from the beginning, minute zero, that game stayed zero zero. <laughs> For the entirety of the game, <laughs> it was just one of the most boring things. My son could not. We we bless our souls because we were trying to watch that game. It just didn't happen. But it like anyways. Uh, last thing that I'll add to this is um. Shit, I don't, I don't got nothing to add to that. Nothing. That's I really don't, man. I just I'm looking forward, and and you know the qualifiers, man. I just you know. We gotta, we gotta do something, man. Del Salvador wise, I just, I can't see my team go down like that, man. I just can't. Not at least mm. where we're at now. But <laughs> that's all I need, yeah. and, you know. But we'll be good. We'll be good, guys. That's my last thoughts on that. Okay. Keep your heads up. Thank Keep you. your heads up. You know, did you guys see the meme? <laughs> He's like, "Si confié en mi ex novia, cómo lo confiaría en ustedes." <laughs> 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 so, that, that was kind of funny but yeah all right guys so that's it all right and um everybody out there listening follow us on our instagram lalito do you know want to let them know what it is strictly football 21 y'all strictly football 21 all right and then i think we have a tiktok too we do have works. a TikTok. Yes, we, sir, do. we do. We do. It's full of Cruz Azul highlights, but you yeah. know, just enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy everybody. <laughs> really, really grabbing on to all the fans. <laughs> Watch them be very, very entertained. It's it's great. Great. <laughs> but if you're yeah. a Cruz Azul fan, please go follow that TikTok. <laughs> go follow that TikTok. It's 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 growing. It's <laughs> oh my goodness uh, all right all right everybody thank you for listening this is strictly football and we are done